Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a global original podcast. I'm, I'm a very disruptive sleeper. Very disruptive. I keep Jen up. If Ted's not keeping her up, I'm keeping her up. We better quickly introduce ourselves. Uh, hi, I'm JK. That's Al over there. Don't tell your mum. This is our podcast. It's a parody podcast. We, we, you know, it is a bit of a dad club, but everyone's welcome. We're not going to be too you know, annoyed if you're there. And you're not supposed to be here. First rule of don't tell your mum. Don't, don't tell your mum. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I was wondering then. So, is that? <laughs> well, I've just made it up. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Let's roll with that. First rule of Fight Club. <laughs> Later on, we're going to be talking about how to dress your children. Next, though, you've downloaded a new app to your phone yeah. and you're finding out how much sleep you're getting and more to the point, what you're saying. Yeah, basically, it records you. So if it hears noise, it starts recording and then you can listen to it end of the end of the night but because it was getting to a point where Jen was losing her shit because I'm so noisy so on average it's like 50 recordings of me in one night so, and you don't sleep very well do you no you're a very disruptive sleeper very now is that is that snoring or is that you farting I don't want to keep I don't want to keep this podcast as a farting podcast it's a sleep fart but was that actually a sleep fart let me give fart? you something else let me give you something else Near the wall, holding on to something, or you might be able to come back. Why do you sound like <laughs> Phil Mitchell in EastEnders doing some sort of dodgy deal? Why? What is that? Is that you sleep talking? That's asleep. Yeah. So what was that conversation about? I didn't quite make it out. Holding up the wall. Holding up the wall. Yeah. This is a good one. This is this is my. F- so I've done a lot of these over the past, but these are like the f- best five from the last few days, and I've lost some of the older ones. But I'll tell you about them in a minute. But this what this one's quite funny because well, l- listen to it and you'll see. Okay. Yes, it took me quite a few minutes to really actually. We're going to pass them over. We're going to pass them around the end of the bed. <laughs> why, are you, why are you talking in a posh accent? <laughs> I'm not even doing accents in my sleep. What? We're going to pass them around the end oh, of the bed. I need, you need to send me a copy of that. That's your ringtone now. When you call me, that's what, that's what comes up. Hello, it's JK. Around the bed. <laughs> Classic. No wonder your missus is going crazy. I know. So one of the best ones I've got, and I, I've gutted, I lost the recordings. One of the best ones was Jen's best mate is called Sean. Yeah. And I was talking about how I gave Sean's mum, who I have never met, she hot caveat. I wouldn't even know. Well, but how I gave her an orgasm. 
in my sleep. <laughs> Obviously, she is hot then. Maybe she is. Maybe she's not, but she definitely enjoyed a bit of this. Did your Mrs. Jen wake up for that one? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I woke up with water being poured on my face. Did you? you know, not <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that would be yeah. bad. But it is really bad. Like, it is bad. Because when you're not sleeping, because the kids are keeping you up anyway. Oh, don't, don't. We, we've started doing this as well. So, because we've got these smartwatches, they're actually even more accurate. So, these smartwatches obviously will detect movement and stuff like that. So, if you want to get a proper accurate reading, do that. But don't, because it's depressing. So, for instance, actually, last night, my sleep was one of the best nights I've had in a long, long time. Oh, I thought you looked fresh. Five hours, 28 minutes is the amount of sleep I had. But here's the scary bit. You ready for this? So, when I say five hours, 28 minutes, uh, fell asleep in zero seconds, apparently. <laughs> All right. So, awake and disrupted, one hour and 45 minutes. Light sleep, four hours. Still and restful, 14 minutes. I was only still for 14 minutes. Yeah. Here's the best bit. How much deep sleep did I get? This is the important sleep. Half an hour. 14 minutes. <laughs> you shared that with us before. 14 minutes. <laughs> I think that was on episode two. Was it episode two? Well, and I'm still doing it. I've, still I've, doing got, it. I've got to take that. Do you have off. to turn it on? No, it does it automatically. Oh, see, this one I have to set. I say, right, activate the recording. Right. Oh, well, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Otherwise, you'll be, you know. Recording everything. Every conversation you've had throughout the day. Hang on a minute. What? I could spy with that pretty, oh, you could. pretty well. Oh, no, there is a way to spy on the iPhone. Let me do this on another episode. But it's it involves using the difficulty in, in the hearing section. Have you heard about this? No. Oh, my God. So if you've got... So if you've got Just those, do it now. Just you know you've got your noise-cancelling headphones. Yeah. If you have your noise-cancelling headphones on and they're connected to your phone, you can hit this hard of hearing button and you can leave your phone wherever you want to leave it and you can hear what's going on in your headphones. So you just leave the phone there and your headphones, wherever really? you go to, will pick it up. Yeah, I suppose it's got to be in range of Bluetooth. Yeah. Maybe it's on Wi-Fi. But yeah, you can actually put your phone anywhere and hear in. Better watch out, Jen, because I'm coming for you now you do it. with these new spying techniques. It is freaky. Your game is over. Sorry, Honestly. Sorry about that. I lost where I was there. Um, I just forgot. quickly before we get into it properly... <laughs> Can, I, can we talk about um, poo faces and places? Yeah, I've got no idea what that is. I, I am aware. <laughs> Feels this, like I'm talking to Ted. That this podcast is quite poo heavy over the last couple of weeks. Well, Ted won't now, but when Ted was still in his nappy, did he have a specific poo place and a poo face? We explore poo faces together. Right. Tell me more. <laughs> Do you mean like this? <laughs> yeah, as in like, <clears throat> we just talk about poo faces quite a lot. And I'll say, what's your poo face? And he'll say, it's this. In fact, I swear on my life, he asked me to take a photo of him doing a poo face. When he's day. older, you can tell him that your poo face is very similar to your orgasm face. <laughs> look, he's... Oh, hang on. Let's, look, he said, take a photo of me doing my poo face. <laughs> he's on the toilet. <laughs> that is a good poo face. Yeah. That's a proper poo face. Yeah, he's a proper poo face. That's because I've taught him. I've taught him well. So you've taught him his poo face? Well, I think he's probably copied it. Luna's is brilliant. So one side of her mouth rises up. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, and now, and obviously she's, has her bum, she's kind of moving to one side, so she leans onto one cheek, and she's going, is this on the toilet? Yeah, no, no, this, no, this is in a nappy, yeah, 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 and she now, she goes underneath the stairs to do it. Oh, really? <laughs> see, but th- what I like about it is, I can see the poo face, I can hear the poo strain, and she's gone to her poo place, she's definitely pooing. Yeah, but that, that's, that leads into potty training, right? Yes, that's what, that's what Charlie, my wife said. So without a poo face, potty training much harder we have ordered the potty but as it stands um i've just got a reminder from royal mail that i still haven't picked the parcel up yet <laughs> well we weren't there when it came 
So she, she could have gone past the, the, the phase of being potty trained yeah. by now because we are crap Over parents. Ready. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, I like a poo face. Have you yeah. ever tried to talk to Charlie about a poo face? No, she doesn't like... It's frowned upon talking about, you know, bodily yeah. functions. Because I made that mistake of asking Jen what her poo face Don't was. Don't do it. No, they're, they're, let me guess. She then said, no, can there not be any romance and mystery in this relationship? <laughs> mystery. Yeah, that romantic mystery about what your partner's poo face is. Yeah, surprise. <laughs> well, she likes surprises. <laughs> Oh, my favourite bit is when... Because as a dad, right, if I'm in the toilet, I never I never lock the door unless I want to be in there for a good 20 minutes and I'm hacked off from my family. But usually the door's left open. And if, like, you know, if Noah, my four-year-old, comes in and if Luna, my two-year-old, comes in, you know, and they want to have a bit of a toilet poo party, I'm happy with that. We'll watch a bit of stuff on my phone. Yeah. We'll have the bath toys are just to my right in the tray. We'll, yeah. we'll do the puzzle while I'm on the toilet. I don't mind that. Mum, however, can't stand it. No. Can I not poo in peace? That's the that's the classic one. <laughs> Jay, what are you doing? Why are these kids in this bathroom when I'm trying to have a moment to myself? What am I doing? I'm just scrolling through Facebook or something like that. But um, I don't mind it. I, I love a good bathroom party. I love the way she calls pooing a moment with myself. I just want a moment to myself. <laughs> Can I not poo in peace? That's brilliant. I do it. Ted's in the bath. I love a poo. Yeah, I think that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. The smell of the bubble bath kind of overpowers the poo smell, if you ask yeah. me. So I think it's all right. But, and this goes back to one of my biggest fears of ever being mugged or burgled whilst I'm on the loo, eh? I didn't know about this fear. Yeah, it would, it's it's fairly rational because you're at your most vulnerable. Oh, like, you mean if Ted's downstairs? No, no, no. doesn't matter who's in the house. What I'm saying is if someone comes in and attacks me when I'm mid... <laughs> Like mid-pooing. <laughs> Do you know what's going through my head? What? When you say you're most vulnerable, is when at school you used to, like, we talked about this before, debug someone. Yeah. And once your trousers are around your ankles, you feel totally, yeah. totally inadequate. Yeah. Imagine you? if someone's asking for your wallet <laughs> you when that's your happening. You, like... <laughs> Like, I think all, all muggers should do that first. Pull their pants down and then ask them for their wallet. Because then, then you're just vulnerable. I think you've got to throw the mugger if that happens. So then you can go, whilst, whilst your pants and he's asking for like your, your iPhone or your wallet, whatever. I think you just say, I'm going to give you it. Can I just wipe my bum first? <laughs> yeah. One sec, mate. Sorry. So I'm sitting on the toilet. Ted's in the bath and he starts splashing me. Oh. Nothing I can do about it. You're a sitting duck. <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> You're a sitting duck. Because I can't I can't jump off the toilet because that could be messy. Actually, at that point as well, if Ted's in the bath with you, you can't leave Ted unattended. So if someone was breaking in downstairs, you'd still have to, you'd have to get him out. You're right. That's the worst point to be yeah. burgled, isn't it? Yeah. Very good point. Can we quickly talk about uh, bath toys? Mm-hmm. No. I, no. I never understand bath toys. No, the duck thing, the duck thing can duck off because... Nice. The... <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Why do they put the holes in ducks? Because that's where all the crap goes in, and when you squeeze them out, it's when all the black stuff comes yeah, out. Yeah, that is rough. But why? It? Why are the holes in no, there? It's unnecessary. You don't need the hole. It'll just float. What's the hole in there for? In fact, Google that. Why is the hole in there? Why is there a hole in the bottom of a duck? Yeah, why? Google that. See what comes up. <laughs> but why? Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, why I do. should it be I there? Do. What I also don't understand is what makes a bath toy a bath toy and not just a toy that you've got in the bath. Like, like if I've got Action Man and I put Action Man in the bath. Is that now a bath toy, or is that still a toy? No, because on the packaging, it was never a bath toy. Why? But it's Action Man. He, he can go anywhere. He certainly can. Especially now, because they've changed his hair, so he doesn't have actual hair. He has rubber. Yeah, he does. I do like the way that bath puzzles stick on the side of the bath. Yes, but that's not... That's, I do like that. That's just a puzzle that's made of foam. Yeah, but I still like that. Mm. I still like the fact that it's stuck there. Do you like a good bath puzzle? I just don't understand why... Is, what, why, why, why is it a bath 
toy. It's just a toy. It's just cups, but you're playing with them in the bath. Also, how many empty bottles of shower gel or any other empty bottle have you got just so they can play with them? Loads. Yeah. Best toy in the world. <laughs> who who needs a bath puzzle when you've got a bottle of shampoo? Exactly. <laughs> uh, we're still looking for the why has a, uh, has a bath duck got a hole in it or the black stuff comes out. This this is a good question. Can't find out, you know. Scott, is it a safety thing, then? Because you don't need it. Why would it be a safety thing? Your rubber ducky is a disgusting biohazard loaded with potential. Oh, my God, even more so, yeah. Like, look at the state of this. Look inside of that. That's because it's got a hole in. Yes. It's it's disgusting. It's like, it's it's all... Mouldy. Hooey and mouldy and black and brown. So why... And- the, the question still remains, why do they have holes in? Very, very boring answer. The reason that you've got the hole in the duck is... When the manufacturers make them, you have to obviously blow air in to get the duck to be a hole, don't you? So that's why it's got the hole at the bottom. So what you're telling me is that if I can come up with a way of creating a rubber duck I'll without a hole... I'll buy a batch load. I could make billions. I'll give you fi- I'll give you 500 grand for 20%. Deal. Deal? <laughs> of nothing <laughs> of <laughs> at nothing. the moment. <laughs> just yeah, an idea. But I'm very interested in the product. I will buy lots. Yeah. Well, I just I, also, if anyone's listening and they think they're going to nick that idea, you're not. All right? It's my idea. Yeah, we've, we've, um, pa- is it patent or patent? Depends if you're American or not. English. So I'm still asking the question. I'm English. What is it? Patent. Patent. Anyway. Um, I got a new patent for my rubber duck's ass. Right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me just do a quick stretch. Uh, are we ready for the confessional? We are. Later on, we're going to be talking about how to dress your children. But first, we are going to go to the confessional. Oh, okay. Well, let's go to the confessional. (laughs) Let's just do it. Welcome back. You join us in the confessional. What is that? Well, it that's just wasn't you, creepy. There's anything your, but creepy. No, but that's that's not your creepy, sexy voice. That's your sound like a Simpsons character. Creepy. I'm trying to be posh and high pitched voice. Welcome back. You join us in the confessional. No, just just stop. I tried to do voices at the moment when I tell when I read Ted's stories. Oh, I've given up on that. Oh, but he's loved them. So now, so we've got this book called um, Eat Your Peas, and I do it in a Brummy accent. Eat your peas. I'm is that Brummy? from the Midlands? Well, black. Definitely not. Eat your, eat your peas. No. Eat your peas. No. It's all that peas. Why are, you, why are you in Yorkshire now? That's, is that Yorkshire? Y- yeah. It's more Birmingham. Anyway, so I... I so it's got this... It's about this <laughs> little girl who won't won't eat her peas. And her mum's saying, if you eat your peas, I'll give you a new bike. Whatever. What's your pea voice? My pea voice? Yeah. If you, what's your pea voice? It's all about peas. Yeah, but, no, no, is there a pea in it? Yeah, it's about peas. Yeah, so what's your pea voice? If you're a pea, how do you speak? I oh, know, the peas don't speak. <laughs> this I, book's a winner, isn't it? I don't it? think peas can speak. <laughs> David Walliams is brilliant. <laughs> This one is good. But it's, it's, so there's, there's this line where this little girl goes, I do all that, peas. That's Yorkshire. Well, she, well she's from Yorkshire then. <laughs> but what she's, <laughs> Why did she go to some sort of 80s? I don't know. But who, what, who, was that, who was that an impression of? I don't really. Betty. I do who all was that, that, peas. Frank Spencer. Why are you doing a Yorkshire Spencer. Frank Spencer? I don't know. But, what, but Ted now has started to do the accent. Well, but he doesn't know what accent it is. Worse than mine. If he thinks that, that all, all, all Birmingham people speak like that. Then. Anyway, you join us back in the confessional <laughs> to hear the embarrassing, the shameful, the unforgivable stories about parenting. Just don't know that. It's, it's just, just, just good back yeah. Right, this is week. It's a dad uh, of one called Mr. D. Right. I like that. Mr. D. That's quite vague. But his name's Dave. Yeah, I imagine this story is going to be quite interesting then, because right. you can tell that Mr. D doesn't particularly want to be known. He wants to stay anonymous. Well, let's find kind out, of anonymous. Let's find out what Mr. D has been up to. Dear JK and Al, 
First up, some people are going to find this story distasteful. Mm. Oh, good. We're on to a winner. I want you to know that I had the very best intentions and ultimately was trying to do the right and kind thing. So please bear this in mind. Okay, this story is a bit gruesome. Uh-oh. But I need to share as I think it's worthy of the confessional and also I'd really like you both to back me up on doing the right thing. Me and my family are at home having a barbecue. That's my wife, our two daughters in their early teens and our son who is eight. It's a nice day but it's a bit cold so we cook the food outside on the barbie and the kids help set the dining table inside. Food's ready, bring it through to the dining room and sit down to a nice meal. Wife has made salad and veg, nice spread. <laughs> Why is he speaking like caveman speak? <laughs> wife has made, wife has made salad, nice and meal, veg. <laughs> salad, veg, nice spread, nice spread for me and family. Cook meat. <laughs> I draw on walls of dining room. <laughs> <laughs> My name, Mister D. <laughs> I draw saber tooth tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mr. D. Mr. D standing for dinosaur. <gasps> Sorry, I'll compose myself. <laughs> I've just got these visions of him sat around Nice camera. spread. <laughs> you wife did well. <laughs> it could be very wrong. You wife, nice spread. <laughs> nice spread, wife. <laughs> right, moving on. One, one thing I should mention is that next door found a rat's nest recently and we've had them come over into our garden. So I've laid down a few traps. While we're having our meal, our boy shouts that he's seen a rat. So we all look out of the window and there it is moving slowly across the patio. Only it doesn't look right. It looks drunk. A <laughs> drunk rat. So I figure I'll go out and scare it away. I get out and it's just shuffling along. It's ratted. <laughs> Doesn't seem to care that I'm right next to it. It's making this squeaking noise every so often and looks like it's trying to cough. Not sure what to do, so I pick it up by its tail and put it in the back of the garden. Come back, wash my hands, finish dinner. <laughs> Come back, wash hands, finish dinner. <laughs> you eat rat. <laughs> Wife. <laughs> what? What is so Wife has apple crumble in the oven. (laughs) (laughs) The wife has the apple crumble in the oven. It's It's not quite ready yet, so I nip out to see this rat. This time it's in a bad way. It's barely breathing. Obviously suffering and just lying there. So I think what's happened is the rat has had a tiny amount of the poison from the traps and it's slowly dying. So I think the fairest thing to do is put it out of its misery. But then I'm really unsure about the kindest way to do it. Could stamp on it. <laughs> oh my God, I've been here. <laughs> I've actually been in this situation like twice. What, what to do? Yeah, where you're trying to save something and you're not quite sure what to do. And the, the way I did it in the end was gruesome. Was so I don't know where way. this story is heading, but if it's heading where I think it might be heading, then oh, <laughs> it's messy as well. Okay, let's see what he does. So I think the fairest thing to do is put it out of its misery, but then I'm really not sure about the kindest way to do it. I could stamp on it, but I don't want to miss and cause a horrific, horrible suffering. I look up ways to get it online, and I decide to put a plastic bag and swing it hard against the wall, knock it out and kill instantly. (laughs) Flippin' heck. (laughs) That would have been last on my list of things, I think. 
So I get a bag, I put the fella inside, tie it up and get in position on the patio where the wall meets the glass patio door into the dining room. The rat is in a bag so the kids won't know what's going on. Wife comes to the glass door and knocks on it, says the crumble is ready. So I quickly swing the bag against the wall. Now I really want to make sure that I kill this thing and don't get this wrong so I'm trying as hard as I can to swing the bag against the wall. Thing is, I do it so hard that the bag splits. The rat explodes out of the bag and the bloody rat hits the dining room window and smears down to the floor leaving a trail of blood and rat innards on the window my wife just (laughs) stands there gasping and my two daughters start screaming so obviously the rest of the night was a write-off and my daughters think i'm the worst when it comes to animals but you can see that i meant to help the poor fella out right and the bag bursting is just bad luck i get that it's distressing for the family to see but just one of those things right mr d Oh my God, I've been here so many times. Growing up on a farm, the amount of animals that you find either on the road that have been half run over that are still alive or pigeons which I've had which have fallen baby pigeons falling out of trees. I know you don't see baby pigeons that often but I've seen a fair few. Are they smaller? But, That's true, Ash. I've never seen a baby you, you pigeon. You hardly ever see a baby pigeon. Um, Why not? You just don't. And like My dad's had to do it numerous times. Again, being a farmer, blah, blah, blah. Now... I'd n- I would never have thought of the, the bag thing because <laughs> my dad has done that really? with, with an animal that need, that's just, it's too, it's too far gone and has had to hold it by the tail though, no bag, it's just <laughs> the farmer's way and you would do it just to help this thing out of its misery. I attempted it once, okay? Well, so actually I've, that? I've seen my dad. So this was um, a bird that had somehow, whether it's fallen out or a windscreen had hit it or whatever it was and it's, Pretty much his back end was crushed. So there was no way this, this animal was going to be saved. There just, there just isn't. So my girlfriend at the time said, we need to kill this thing quickly because it's in so much pain. We've just got to put it out of its misery. So I think, all right, I need to step up to this. You know, when you've got, whether it was a girlfriend that I've been with for a short while or whatever, but you've got to also step up to that manly thing, haven't you? Yeah. I can do this. I'm manly. I'm the not caveman. afraid of stuff like this. I will put bird out of misery. So... My dad, I remember once saying, he had to do it once, I wasn't there, but with like two big bricks or stones, and then he just, between the middle, yeah? yeah. There's, there's two ways, there's the, there's the neck one, where you can wring the neck, which I couldn't do, I just, I can't do that. Or there's the two bricks and you just pretty much squash it. <laughs> so I f- found two stones to try and do this. As I was walking over to the bird, I dropped the stone <laughs> <laughs> on top of the bird. <laughs> So that just made things worse. I accidentally dropped the stone on the bird. Oh, no. So in the end, I had to line up my car wheel and you guess the rest. Wow. So that's what I had to do. So I... Why I, didn't you carry on with the two bricks? Because I just couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> I was all flustered. There was me trying to do the right thing. I yeah. dropped the stone. It had fallen onto the bird. I made it even worse. Bird was freaking out totally. I don't think I could... I don't think I could swing it against a wall because wouldn't that, that could be quite messy I don't understand why he's gone for this with the bag just if he, on it if he's tied it airtight as well it's just going to pop and that's what's going to happen or cut his head off maybe he didn't want to touch it I don't know I, I, or chuck it next door was I right in thinking that Mr D was the one that had poisoned this in the first place he had put the poison down yeah so Mr D knew he was going to kill these rats with the poison yeah but also he's kind of worked out that the poison he's using isn't really doing the right job. 
thing is, the poison's going to kill it eventually. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. So I think... I think my dad would have probably just picked it up with his bare hands and thrown it in the next field or something like yeah. that. Or, I, oh, I, I mean, I forgive him because there's no issue. No, he was trying I, to put it I out just of his misery. I don't understand it. I think it's double standards, though. He, he, he was trying to kill it in yeah. the first place. There could be a, quite a lot of drunk rats on, drunk on rat poison. I don't think they're drunk. They're dying. Well, okay, yeah. You know, uh, the poison is their nemesis. I've seen some drunk people who, you know, it is borderline. Yeah, and that's been Jaeger bombs. <laughs> And that's yeah. not going to kill yeah. them. Death by Jaeger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I mean, uh, also, I think it is brilliant. Like, we found a dead squirrel on the road mm. just near our house. Uh, it was at the top of the road. So I said to Ted, I went home, I said, oh, Ted, I found something. Should we go and get it? Went and we put it in the boot of the car. It was, it'd been, it'd been killed, roadkill. But it wasn't, it wasn't like mushed up. I mean, a bit of his head was a little bit damaged. But it was it was dead, so he picked it up, put it in the boot, brought it home, and me and Ted like examined it, really looked into it. Oh my god, this is like flashbacks of biology in 1984. <laughs> yeah, like this squirrel pinned onto a board. No, when we, dis- <laughs> we had to dis- di- dissect frogs, yeah, and rats, yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, didn't he, why didn't he do that? He should have just. Because it wasn't dead. He was drunk. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, think that's cool, and I, I, I would like Jen would hate it. Jen Jen wouldn't like that. If that it was smeared all over the dining room window. The thing is, you're forgiven. Okay, because it was sort of bad intent with good intent. I think it was good intent, bad execution. No, I think it was... No, but it wasn't because he wanted to kill the rat anyway. Yeah, but why just... I think there's more simpler ways. Whatever website he landed on to, to suggest, put it in a bag and smash it it's against the wall as hard as you can. I definitely think he's based in Surrey. <laughs> <laughs> and the rats there, they're a bit more posh anyway. They're yeah. not so gruesome. No. Like a rat in Scotland compared to a rat in Surrey. Yeah. But we forgive. Yeah. We forgive because, yeah. We forgive, but you're a shit shot. (laughs) You're a shit shot. And as a dad, you should be ashamed of yourself. I think you need to get a new website as well (laughs) for how to kill a rat. (laughs) Talking of crap shots, this has just reminded me. Ages ago, when I I worked in Manchester, I worked in a radio station in Manchester. Do you want to hear a Manchester accent? Go on then. Why, yeah, man? No, that's Newcastle. Oh. Why are you so bad? (laughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. Like, you know what I mean? John Coleshaw is not bricking it. Oh, I know. I've got it, I've got it. Oh, yeah, you're right. No. That's not Cheryl bad, Cole, then. She's from Manchester. That's a bit of a, no, she's not. She's from Newcastle. I don't know where she's from. She's Geordie. Manchester. Oh. Ma- I've told what? you. The Manchester people, when you say, well, if there's an R at the end, you go, Manchester. 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 Mm, all right. like, sorry, I interrupted all, you. Sorry. All Vauxhall cars were based in Manchester. Calibra, Astra, <laughs> Zafira. <laughs> <laughs> they were. <laughs> Insignia. <laughs> So anyway, as I was working at, when I was working in, in Manchester, which were the finest five years of my life. You really know your voxels. <laughs> Frontier R. <laughs> Tigra. <laughs> See what I mean? They're all bit... Anyway, we opened a place called the Printworks. Me and my mate Joel, that worked on the radio there. And opening the Printworks was Sir Alex Ferguson. So he was doing the official opening. Now, the opening to the Printworks, it's an entrance which is probably about 20 metres wide. Huge. If you, 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 well, we've walked past it together. We have when we, we did that thing in Manchester. Quite possibly. I spent most of the time my eyes shut. Yeah. Because we was in Manchester. Listen, how dare you? It's the finest place I've ever lived. In Manchester. So, this huge entrance, and they covered it in uh, paper, and all he had to do was kick a football into this big hole to officially open the Alex works. Ferguson. Sir Alex Ferguson. The coach the of one of the most Manchester successful United football, football club. Yeah, yeah. It's all he had to do. Also, remember, he was a defender. <laughs> so, big build-up. Thousands of people there to, to see the, the grand opening of the Printworks. 
this huge entrance, <laughs> kicks the ball. Flipping heck. <laughs> Come on, Sir Alex. I mean, could you imagine? So, but actually, that, that's probably as bad as yeah. Mr. D's trying to hit a rat on the Because we all know, don't we? When, we? when we see something, and I know we're not vets. Oh, you're not vets. No, we're not. But you can look at something and go, that ain't going to last, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a lot of bits hanging off <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. You know, it, it's, <laughs> it's a squirrel. It's got no tail and one leg left. Yeah. It's not going to last. So yeah. maybe you might have to do that. You can see Al wandering around motorways and A-roads just to see if he needs to put something <laughs> out of his misery. I did hit a pigeon once. Oh. I don't know, it was a pheasant, sorry. I did hit a pheasant once. Right. And and that was flapping. Yep. Yeah. Just, just drove off. <laughs> but I th- because I think someone told me once that after they are dead, they can still have like spasms, can't they? Where the nervous yeah, system yeah. still makes them flap yeah. or something. Yeah. So I just thought, oh, that's probably what's happening. Right. I drove off. Modern day hero that you are. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. you, pheasant! I mean, I'm not, I'm not a very nice guy, really. You're not, are you? No. So you're really not. <laughs> you know, you know what's going to happen though. Karma will come and get you. You'll get robbed whilst you're on the toilet. With, oh my god! Dude. In the bath with Ted. No, stop it! Stop it! You're freaking you me out. It. The pheasants have come back to haunt you. Stop it! Quickly, move on. Roll an ad or something. <laughs> it's karma. <laughs> oh, I'm terrified now. <laughs> Well, let's just move on. If you want to submit, if you want to submit, if you if you want this one of my accents, that was my pirate accent. Where pirate? Where are pirates from? Somalia. No. <laughs> I was thinking more UK. <laughs> they're from. <laughs> they're from Davy Jones's locker, which is whereabouts. Where are pirates usually, but well, come on, in the sea. Where, yeah, but where are where are pirates legendary based in the UK from all the stories? Oh, um, the coast of Yorkshire. No, what's it called? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> this, this whole conversation is not even that important. I can't believe I'm still going with it. There is, there's a place in Yorkshire which has a. Oh, well, I imagine there is. I'm not saying. I'm, I'm saying the, the most famous place where pirates are in the UK. On what coast is it? <laughs> you know this, don't you? Cornwall? Yes! <laughs> and my next thing was, was my guess. God, this is... That was a guess. I'm so sorry we've taken a while to get there. What's a Cornish accent? Uh, oh, I'd like my Cornish pasty, please. <laughs> All your accents are the same. You just put a bit of this on. <laughs> that was like singing about my tractor. Is that Bristolian? <laughs> that's, that's nearby. Summer, I can do a Somerset Somerset oh, my Whoa, I, I quite like to uh, work on the farm next week on the podcast around the world with Al <laughs> in <laughs> with 10 different accents yeah. right anyway what I was going to say was before yeah. I got sidetracked down the, the Cornish route yeah. um, is if you would like to submit your own confession you Long. can do at dadsnet.com forward slash confessions and we'd love to hear all your stories including those where you may have smashed a no, drunk we don't, rat no, we don't against the wall. We don't necessarily want those. Sorry. Not, no. We've had that one, actually. We have. Yeah. Let's do something different. Yeah. Still to come on the Don't Tell Your Man podcast, we're going to talk about how to dress your kids. Now, this is everything. So we can, we're talking piercings. I'm sure as well, are you, as a dad, allowed to dress your child? Because <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I'm not. Um, we'll talk about that later on. Next, though, kids are dicks. One of the most annoying things that a child can do mm-hmm. is ask you the most ridiculous question. Okay. For example, Ted asks me on a 
daily basis, sometimes mm. more, what is hotter, the sun or lava? What is? The sun. What temperature? Oh, billions of degrees. I need precise. <laughs> I need to have a chat with Ted. He needs to get more precise answers. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're missing the point here a little bit. <laughs> so, so I'll How tell him the lava. Number one. Exactly. Very hot. <laughs> so then I said... He's not happy with it. That's what it is. He's not happy with the answer he's, he's getting. He's not happy. No. But then I said, the sun. And then he said, what happened if you mixed lava and the sun? So it would be even hotter, wouldn't it? Yeah, but... But then that's where he's been a dick because he asked you ask which one is hotter and he's mixing them together. You can't yeah. do that. No, exactly. But but he'll try and find a a way that my answer is not in, not correct or not good enough. Yeah, um, it's weird because Noah's going through exactly the same, and our, our boys are pretty much the same same age, aren't they? Yeah. He keeps asking Charlie, my wife, how did I come out of your body? So he wants to know how he came out now. Wow. Fortunately, it's not the how was I made. That will be coming soon. Sure. <laughs> I would just lead with through the belly button. That's why there's a done that. Button. No? He's not happy with it. Oh. We've done that for a bit now. So, do you... <sighs> Show him one born every minute. No, I don't think he's ready for that yet. <laughs> and he's in bed. <laughs> I think it will stop the questions. <laughs> I think it will stop the questions. You see, my logical th- thought was, think of another hole. And then... <laughs> well, it can't be your ear. It can't be your nose. It can't be your mouth. Could be your mouth. And I thought... <laughs> Then I thought, you bum. I thought, no. <laughs> it's a toughie, isn't it? Yeah. Because they can't just magically appear anymore. Just, you can't do that. There's a new... I don't know if it's new, but we're watching a film at the moment. I think on Netflix. Can right. I say Netflix? Mm. On Netflix. And um, it's called Storks. And it's about the storks that bring babies. And in the story, they, they no longer bring babies... Uh, but so they're delivering a mail instead. Is this a film or is this a cartoon? Yeah, it's like a cartoon film. I was gonna say. It's really good. It is right. good. Yeah. But does it eventually tell them where babies come out of? Well, I think I no. Well, it's not very no. good then. It's not educational. But you could just say it's not fact. The storks bring them. No, because we're going to be having this conversation again when he knows that the storks don't bring them. Because <laughs> he's eventually going to realise that when he's seven years old, he's a lot heavier, and a stork actually couldn't carry that. Couldn't it? A stork's pretty strong. I don't think a stork could carry a baby, could a it? A proper stork? No, I don't think he could. What's the average... So, I wait there. Stupid question. Whenever someone has a baby, the first thing someone asks is, how heavy? How heavy was Oh, Noah? it's a very healthy seven pounds. Oh, Ted was seven, eight. Okay, I'm seven, eight. So, if we, let's say an average of seven, five for a baby. Could a stork yeah. carry a baby? Yeah, I reckon they could. All right. Definitely. Yeah, but then the way that storks carry them, they're usually wrapped in cloth, and then it's... and then carried yeah. by the beak could a stork do that i think the bigger question is how would a stork tie the knot in hasn't the got hands that's the harder question yeah yeah it could storks are big birds white storks measure 40 to 50 inches tall with a wingspan of 61 to 70 inches and weigh between five and ten pounds potentially large enough at least to carry an infant yeah in western culture pictures of storks <laughs> carrying a baby in sling dampling from its bill have l- become com- commonplace i love the way someone's actually already asked this question <laughs> yeah, but where, where is that from though Blog. It's from a blog. <laughs> and at the end, it's got a forward slash pet. I mean, come on. <laughs> Pets? Can we? Can stork's we, not a pet. Well, no, I bet you some people love storks as pets. <laughs> <laughs> they could. I mean, that by the sound of those measurements, a stork is taller than me. I don't think it could, but some people say it can. Anyway, we're digressing. I like, I like the fact that Ted asks questions. I really do. Oh, yeah. Well, how is they going to learn? That's but why I think you should tell them the truth. I'm just like, oh, Ted, I've given you the answer to this. What's what's the strongest metal in the world? Oh, heavy. Heavy? ACDC, Kiss. Oh. <laughs> I, I was like, wow, 
I mean, that's not the right answer. <laughs> is it um, aluminium? Nope. Is it titanium? Yes, it is titanium. And Ted calls it itanium. Right. And so he'll say... He's, he's very um, he's very Apple there. He is. <laughs> <laughs> Have we got any itanium in this house, Daddy? Mm. Uh, which I can add to my no. iWatch. <laughs> <laughs> itanium. So, so today you're saying that kids are dicks because they ask too many questions. However, you've just said, I like that Ted asks questions. No, not because they ask too many questions, but because they ask stupid questions. I'll give you some examples. Okay, okay? is this we, from the dad's net? We threw it out to the dad's net, okay? Here's some stupid questions. Mm, not stupid questions. Here's some questions. I'll let you decide whether they're stupid or not. Right. And these are what kids have asked. Yes. Alex. I don't know if it was a boy. Shall I see girl. if I can answer them? What's the difference between like and love? Oh, easy. For like, it's not put in. <laughs> it's not put in. If you like someone... You don't put in. You don't put it in. So you don't have sex if you just like someone. I think I think sex is left to, to love someone. <laughs> what am I, who am I trying to kid? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what about like friends with benefits and stuff like that? Yeah, true. <laughs> See, it's complicated. How are you going to say that to a four-year-old? What, it's complicated? Yeah. Or just about growing up and... Yeah, how are you going to say the difference between like and love? The difference between like and love, you'll just know. That's <laughs> what I'd say. You'll just know it in your heart. Wow. It's a very profound question. But you will. How do you know what like and love is? Actually, yeah, throw it to you. How do I know? How do you know? Um, see what you see instantly? It's a difficult I, question. No, it's not. I like... Cheese. Chocolate. Mm. I love Don Bon Jovi. You actually love him. Actually love him. Would you put it in? Hundred <laughs> percent. He he's not kidding. Wouldn't even. I wouldn't even hesitate. See, I don't care where in is. Right. <laughs> don't care. Letterbox. <laughs> yeah. I put it in his letterbox. <laughs> I heard this thing right, where <laughs> where's this heading? We were talking about um, we were talking about having sex whilst your wife or partner is pregnant, and how some people are absolutely fine with it. And some people are like, no way. Well, it helps, doesn't it, towards the end? Well, it, it can bring on labour. Yeah. Apparently it can in, like, bring on in, induced labour. Yeah. But one guy described it, I can't remember who it was now. He did say it's like, that. basically that's the baby's house, right? Yeah. And so it's like you are, it's like someone coming to your house and putting their willy through your letterbox. <laughs> can I just say? <laughs> that was the link in. That was the link in. When... Both times that Charlie was pregnant, she was hot. I found her really gen- <laughs> I, was say, I found her really sexy. <laughs> I, I found her really sexy too, Jay. <laughs> I mean, I did. Don't get me wrong. She's a very beautiful woman. But what I meant was, Jen. I honestly yeah. could not have found her any sexy. I know. It's just so... They're just not that flexible. Yeah, but... Or like can't move her. Yeah, well, to- yeah, towards the end, definitely. But oh, I did find her very sexy. Don't know how we got to here, but... Next question. Do you think Darth Vader likes Maltesers? Oh, actually, yeah. Because he doesn't... Because the way he breathes, if he held the Malteser up and he did that... I reckon he could balance the Malteser like they do yeah. in the advert. Yeah. But does he have a mouth? Doesn't it? You know, but there's, there's little vents for the hole for the breath to come out, so he could still do that. Yeah, but how's he... Is, he can't eat it, though. No, he doesn't eat it. He just does the trick for kids, because kids love it. <laughs> so he doesn't like Maltesers, but That's he does like doing the Malteser trick. Yeah. Next question. Paul says, uh, Mum, if you are transgender, do you have a vagina? Good question. Next question. By the way, we didn't even go down there. I'm not going down that route. Go on then. Uh, how old is God? Oh, really old. Mm-hmm. Good answer. Is that why if, he's got a long white beard? If there is one. Flipping heck. I mean, I'm not going to throw that at him, am I? <laughs> Imagine that. What are the rules? Don't talk about politics, football and religion. <laughs> Funny enough, Ted goes to a Church of England school, right. like most schools are yeah. in England. Not all. There's academies and stuff. but And since then, because we have never really talked about 
religion or faith or anything like that. But since going to the church school, he started to come back and talk about praying and God and yeah. this kind of stuff. So some of his questions are around God. Yeah, uh, talking to the wrong person. The, here. the opposite <laughs> of talking about God. Um, Owen's child asked him, "What's a 69 It's a it's a ice cream that you can get. It's not quite as good as or as expensive as a ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> 99 don't cost 99p anymore no they don't flip it. they never did though did it's they it's infuriating they was about a quid <laughs> it's in f- so when you go to the pound shop and you buy there's something there for 179 I'm like no yeah, it's pound shop exactly oh, that is they're like 250 now 99s it's and that's ridiculous. without the flake but it's called a 99 wow it is utterly ridiculous there's a reddit subreddit called mildly infuriating it's got like 2 million subscribers to it or whatever and that has to be one of the most infuriating things. It's a bit like kids are dicks. Yeah, yeah, it is. There you go. There's your answer. Yeah. Jeff's son said, "Dad, what's sodomy?" I don't even know what sodomy is. Yeah, I would just say for that one, it's what I say when I stub my toe. It sounds a bit like sodomy. <laughs> but you don't want to go down that route. I, I can't even partake in this conversation because no. I've got no idea what it is. I should know, really. I'll Google it. No, don't, you don't need to Google that either. So you have the North and South Pole, but why not the East and West Pole? Good question. Yeah. Uh, why do we have armpits and not leg pits? Well, we do have leg pits. Yeah. Ted calls them gutters. <laughs> he says, are you going to drama gutters, Dad? We don't have any hair, though, in our leg pits, do we? Of what? We don't have any hair in our leg pits, like we do under our arms. No, not... Well, sometimes there's a little bit of escaping boobs. <laughs> How far do your pubes go down? I'm just saying sometimes it can escape no here's interesting why do humans have generally no hair everywhere except under their armpits and around the bits and a dog has hair everywhere except under its armpits and around its bits that's a question I can't answer but it's very very valid that's a good question though really and also here's another question about dogs why do they get so irritated when you blow in their face but when you put them in the car they want the window down and they stick their head out the window (laughs) What the hell is with that? How fussy can you be? I know exactly what the answer to that is. Do you? So when you blow on on your dog patch, yeah. right, it basically it's your breath. <laughs> you just said I've got bad breath. But when but, it's out the window, it's like the fresh, fresh air. air. Oh, I see. It's your breath, mate. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> Oh, that's good. I mean, there are loads. There are loads of questions here. So um, head over to Dad's Net. These are all on Facebook, actually. So you can head over and um, check them out. But also, we'd love to hear your own. What's the weirdest and craziest and most awkward, annoying question that your kids have asked you? Uh, you can look us up on any social media, at the Dad's Net, or you can go to thedadsnet.com. <laughs> right, we need to move on. Someone's Speechless. hungry. Uh, coming next, how do you dress your kids? How do you dress your kids? Well, let's kick this off by asking this question because we, we it was a discussion in the Dad's Net recently and it had over 160 comments in two hours. Right, shall I go and get a cup of tea? <laughs> I'm not going to go through them all. I haven't eaten either, so... <laughs> but it, well, actually, we don't have to go through any of them, really. But basically, the question was, what would you do if your son wanted to wear a dress? Okay. Right? And on the surface, very simple question. You'd, you'd let, let him wear it? Yeah, you'd let him wear it. Okay, and a lot of people did say that, but then 
the discussion came up around what age that child is. And when he's four or five, wearing a dress, yeah, it's good fun. He might be dressing up as a princess, he might be dressing up as his favourite character from a TV show, whatever, it's absolutely fine. But what happens if suddenly your eight-year-old or your nine-year-old says that? Then you probably need to unpack it. Not, you don't, I'm not saying you need to say no, hmm. and, but you would probably need to unpack it a little bit more. Yeah, I think you're right. You have to, first off, find out what's happening in your child's brain. Find out why. But what about if they just want to? I know. What's the concern here? Is the concern that, I don't know, are they wanting to, to, to get into a dress? And then are they going to soft play with their mates? Is it is it what their mates will think? Is it what the parents think their mates will think? You know, there's so many layers to this, isn't there? there I, it's so a- many layers. But... First and foremost, if my if my boy Noah and if he was eight and he wanted to wear a dress and he wanted to wear a dress to soft play, he'd wear that dress to soft play, and I would be with him. Yeah. End of. I used to wear a dress. Did you? And tights. Oh, excellent! Up until what age? Can I quickly just have a look at your legs? Twenty six. <laughs> Bring here. Pull. <laughs> well, but well, no. Genuinely though, actually, when I was at high school, I did wear. Was it tights? Yeah, I did wear tights. My mum's tights, there's more to this, and sometimes my pyjama bottoms when I went to high school because I we were out of the catchment area, I had to cycle to school. Oh. So I had to cycle six miles every day Those to school. Those are cycling leggings. So, no, they were, sometimes they were my mum's tights. Yes, but they, you, they were tights. like cycle yeah. leggings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I used to cut the toes out, roll mm. them up, put socks over, and that's mm. what I used to do. But I didn't think anything of it. It's funny because that's very practical, isn't it? So, for example, it's actually very comfortable to wear a skirt. And you like kilts, and you can just let them, yeah, let your bits just be free. <clears throat> so it is very practical, mm. and likewise, it's very practical for women to wear trousers and all, yeah, you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, uh, one of the finest outfits, you know, I think is sexy is a real business power suit on a woman. Mm. I mean. Love it. Are you listening, Charlie? Take notes. I think I've seen her in a that sort of business suit. Mm-hmm. Did you like it? Oh, love, loved it. Mm. Loved it. <laughs> so I don't know why I did that weird, creepy. But you know what I mean? So <laughs> as, if, as if I'm thinking, hmm, good to know. Okay, let's now go down the route of piercings. Okay. So how old's Isla? She'll be seven next month. Isla's seven. Has she got piercings? No. Okay, how many hours is Isla with you? How many days is Isla with you? <laughs> that was not the right wording. What's the word I think, I think you just say when she how, with you. How often? How, right, okay. <laughs> Cut that. That's funny. Leave oh, it in. The weird thing is in a microphone, I would, I would have said it completely different. She's with us every other weekend. Well, let me ask a bloody question now. <laughs> That's it. She's with us every other weekend. So you, you have Isla, your daughter, every other weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So if... Um, Mum says we're piercing her, her ears. What are your thoughts on that? I would be pissed. Yeah. She's seven years old. Okay. She does not need her ears pierced. Okay. What if she's requested it? I still would say no. Because this is my own personal opinion. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, of course it is. But I would say... You mean you chatting? I just, I just have a real issue with people who bring adulthood onto children in various different ways. And to me, one way is by, I think, piercing your ears and for... I mean, it's for beauty reasons, right? It's to look good. It's fashionable. It's it's shouldn't be brought onto a child and either at seven years old or still a child. 
I don't have an issue with if my daughter Luna, when she's a bit older and she wants to look to, to see what it looks like with something pierced, you can get fake ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just put it in there and that's it. You're still a child. You can have fake ones. Okay, I know that when we're younger, we want to be older. I get that. I was the same when I was five, six years old. I saw my dad had a watch. I wanted a watch because yeah. my dad's got a watch. I couldn't tell the time, but I just knew my dad. I looked up to my dad. He had a watch. I loved it. Yeah. So I can understand why a daughter would look up to their dad maybe and want to watch as well or look at their mum and go, oh, mum, you look different today. Oh, you've got makeup on or, you know, oh, your hair's done all differently. Yeah. You know, I want to see well. I'm like with that I get that I think I would do dress up and like that to me is like okay yeah, we, we can dress up that's fine for dress up in moderation yeah, yeah I think that's fine like Ted, Ted's put make, yeah. makeup on before like a bit of lipstick all around his face and stuff I've got makeup on now you just can't tell it's, yeah. it's just so well done is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought you. Uh, I haven't really. Thought you just. Oh, I'm just. I'm just getting a lot of sleep at the moment. Oh, <laughs> my skin feels really good. <laughs> it looks really good. Thanks. It's got yeah. a really nice tone. Yeah, the Touche Clat stuff under here is really good. Clay, Touche, whatever it's called. There is men's makeup now. It's oh, yeah. in the magazine. Oh, I used to. I did actually used to wear makeup every now and again if I was feeling really rough and dog tired when I used to do a breakfast show. Yeah. Interesting. Mm, oh yeah, yeah. Now I used to wear makeup. <laughs> for radio no just in general no, not even if I was going on air yeah I know but just in day to day if I was going on a night out I'd sometimes would yeah, put a bit that of that makes more on. sense but you said for the breakfast show I was like rocking in at 6am no 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 no. so what I meant was that the breakfast show is what did it to me oh I see I looked so rough I did breakfast for like 15 years you put years. makeup on to but go no, on radio and, and some people would go have you got makeup on i go yeah <laughs> and yeah you know, and this isn't like we're not talking lipstick or stuff, but we're talking just what is it called? That stuff that you just makes you smoother a bit. Foundation, Foundation is it? Yeah. yeah. See, I also I also saw a video of this girl whose parents were piercing her ears, and it was it was horrible. Like, go. I'm not down with that. That's my nice. personal opinion. Like, yeah, I agree yeah. with you. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm just. I'm not personally down with that. Yeah. Um, but I know that there are people that do it. Yeah, it's just not nice. But the, the, there's this whole thing around. I'm um, like gender neutral mm. and how clothes young children should just be gender neutral we've shot we've bought Ted leggings in particular but we did exactly the same from the next girls section Charlie and your wife so my wife Charlie and your wife Jen I remember having conversations yeah. about where they were getting them from yeah. so yeah what, Noah had girls leggings when he was yeah, went up until about four yeah. three or four but I also like obviously for adults the the maid clothes are made differently. So a woman's clothes, a woman's pair of jeans is cut differently to a men's pair of jeans. Yep. Which is why there are men's and women's sections. But I know guys that have worn women cut jeans because yeah. it suits them better. My yeah. mate Joel for one. Yeah, well, he has a very feminine figure. He's got weird. His his legs are very. He's got mm. good legs. Sexy hourglass. He literally has. Mm. Yeah. You listening, Joel? Did I tell, have I ever told this story about um, when I went to go and get Noah some trainers? I think I have. What, what, not have on I, not on the podcast. Have I not? Well, I haven't heard it. Let me quickly tell I you. I don't this. listen to it. To be fair, but. no. Well, we do it. Um, <laughs> I went into the Nike outlet store once, and the reason I go in there is I get you can get kids trainers for, and we're talking he at the time he was a size a children's seven, let's say, right. and you can get them for like five quid or whatever they were. So in there, that's where I go and get them because they don't last long. Feet grow, blah blah blah. So I was in there, and there was I went to Noah. Right, here's the size sevens. Pick what you want. This wasn't longer. He's like, right, Dad, I'll have that pair there. Okay, fantastic. And there was a lady next to me who stopped me and said, are you buying those for your boy? I was like, yeah, what's the issue? Anyway, these trainers were mainly black, but they had a very light jade color swoosh and they had, it was bright pink bottoms, bright pink. So she was questioning me for buying my my son what she believed were girly trainers. (laughs) Cut a long story short, I had a good five, 10 minute conversation with her about, why are they, why do you think they're women's? Because 
they're pink. No, but but who said yeah. that pink is for girls? And my son wants to wear them. I have no issue with it whatsoever. I wear, you've seen me, we, we came to work the other day with pink t-shirts on. Yeah. I love the colour pink. So why, why? Anyway, cut long story short, I managed to turn this woman's opinions round for her to buy the exact same pair of trainers for her son really? when she would never have dreamt of it. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah, you see, I just, I don't understand that. Like, what's going to happen to him if he's wearing pink shoes? Who cares? Yeah. Embrace the colour. Love the colour. Yeah. Feel happy in the colour. Wear brighter colours. Wear different colours, he says, wearing a black T-shirt. All in black today. All in black today. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Buy what your child likes and then I think just let them choose. Now, interestingly, I know we're, we're, we're strapped for time, but how to dress your child, like a lot of there's a running stereotype, isn't there? The dads cannot dress their children. I'm, I'm cool. very rarely left. I can, I can, this, is, um, this is the honest truth. I can only really dress our children if they're playing in the back garden. <laughs> and can I, you're going to, you know, people are going to judge me for this. I love that because it takes the hassle off me. And, and now Charlie knows that she can't if, if she goes why have you not dressed them yet she knows why because yeah. I'm waiting for Charlie to do it because she's <laughs> always done it and she doesn't like me doing it what's the point of making and your I, children dress twice I'm happy with that we have got good flow in our house and that's one of the reasons she'll walk down the stairs she'll have the clothes ready and then I dress the kids yeah love it you see Jen is in charge of Ted's wardrobe it's very rare I will actually buy him something but consequently Jen has gone down the route of buying things that generally speaking all match which means that when I if I come to dress him doesn't matter what I pull out because it will match. Oh, so if I'll get those shorts and I'll get that t-shirt and the chances are they're going to match because Jen has designed the wardrobe in such a way. Good. Good. I like that because that's, hey, that's where stems the problem, isn't it? Mm. That we just don't have much coordination. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So, yeah. And then sometimes Ted will refuse to, he'll refuse to wear whatever it is he's got yeah I think when they get older then they, they have cho- they know they have choice which yeah. is not necessarily a good thing yeah. um, then they will start doing that I'm allowed to buy coats it's the only thing I'm allowed to buy <laughs> but I have to send a picture first <laughs> so technically <laughs> so I'm you're not, not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm not I'm, not. Who am I I'm allowed to do it as long as I check and ask permission first <laughs> That's when you freak out when you haven't got 4G oh should I buy it or not oh yeah. then I've got to, I'll keep the receipt I've got to take it back oh <laughs> Right, I think we're done. We are. That's an interesting one. Let us know your thoughts on uh, on how who dresses the kids in your family, how you dress them, who chooses what, whether you buy from the girls or boys section. Let us know on social media. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, thedadsnet.com if you want to get involved and if you want to talk to us or if you want to share something. And remember to rate us, subscribe to this podcast on Global Player or wherever you get your podcast and uh, tell all the dads that you know of to listen to this. It's our little dad club. First rule of Don't Tell Your Mum, Don't Tell Your Mum. This is Don't Tell Your Mum, the podcast. Until the next one. Come on, guys. <laughs> I just, I'm not up for this. Till the next one. I'm going to be an annoying uh, kid now. Ready? Ah! Till the next one. Till the next one. Till the next one. Goodbye! <laughs> <laughs>